TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Good morning, Lee. There we go. Hey there, Tara. Good morning, Lee. Hey. All right, so where to begin this morning? Uh, Nikki's still in for now. Uh, DeSantis is out endorsing Trump, slamming Nikki hard on on his way out. And uh, he's really got her number. And uh, wow, he could have, I mean, Nikki Haley is very much the Bush wing of the party, which is to say they're not really Republicans. Uh, They're just open borders, anti-sovereignty zealots. And he could have made peace with both branches of the party, um, but he kicked her hard on the way out. I thought that was really telling. Take a listen to this. Yes, my endorsement, because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear, a repackaged form of warmed over corporatism that Nikki Haley represents. The days of putting Americans last, of kowtowing to large corporations, of caving to woke ideology are over. Wow, so endorsing Trump, um, but just uh, that was a kick in the teeth to Nikki Haley. And But he did, you know, correctly identify what she is. Um, if she was a NASCAR driver, you'd be able to see the... <laughs> I mean, you would, you'd, you know, you'd see the BlackRock patch and the World Economic Forum patch and the Larry Fink patch and, uh, you know, the, the Reed uh, Hoffman patch for uh, LinkedIn and the Democrat Party patch. Um, she's literally, and we've never seen this before, Lee, openly depending. That's a great analogy, Tara. Thank you for that automotive reference there. Well, thank you. I'm impressed. Th- <laughs> you made you. my morning already. Well, thank you. And good, and good morning to you. It's uh <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, she's openly depending on Democrat voters to push her over. She's not hiding it. She's not hiding all their money. They've put more than $30 million into her. Um, and that she, you know, there we are today. And so DeSantis uh, endorsing Trump on his way out. You know, that might be a good idea to make that a, a fashion requirement for candidates to have really? have, have a, a, a suit that has all the, the, uh, the donors on, on them so you can immediately identify without having to go to the uh, uh, Federal Election Commission website to figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. So that's where we are this morning. So much stuff going on uh, this morning. The, the kid-friendly uh, or not-so-friendly part of the show, um, I, I, I get... I try to keep it kid friendly before eight. Yeah. Um, but given everything going on today, I kind of have to do what's just come out about Nikki Haley. So this is your kid friendly warning. Never good for a candidate when what's out there about you in the news uh, is is not something you can do with children in the car. Um, but UK Daily Mail, I've been waiting for this. I've been shocked it hasn't happened before now. Uh, Nikki Haley is cringing. This is out now. Uh, headline: Nikki Haley did cheat. 
on her husband, Michael, had affairs with her comms consultant, a married South Carolina lobbyist before she became governor, sworn affidavits, and new witnesses claim. Okay, so as you know, Lee, because I know you covered it um, back in 2010. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she said she was 100% faithful. She had men coming out swearing affidavits. No, no, uh, no, she's not. And all the details involved therein. The UK Daily Mail has gone rehash that. Okay, so that was known when she ran for governor. Didn't seem to slow her down much. uh, And now has... Uh, what they say, and we'll get into it, are new witnesses saying, yes, um, you know, she was out on the campaign trail even for governor and hanging out with her various boyfriends. And there were more than two. So to the surprise of no one in South Carolina that follows politics. I mean, we've we've heard. I mean, I'm not I mean, obviously, this is yeah. it's not surprising. This is being brought up again. But that's the point. It's being brought up again. Not not defending it. I'm just simply saying, hey, we, we knew about all this and. Yeah. We got elected governor anyway. So this is an old story. What yeah. they say makes this new. It's a very old story, actually. Uh, the UK Daily Mail is that they have new people uh, saying, yes, it was known on the campaign trail. Uh, she just had a variety of boyfriends. I got to tell you what, this is a, something with this in the water in South Carolina. I mean, if you go through the list, there was a national talk show host going, what the heck is going on with South Carolina? I mean, it starts with Mark Sanford, right? Oh, yeah. Hiking the Appalachian tail or whatever. <laughs> And and then trail, I believe, is what you yes, meant. Yes, yes, I meant trail. Yes, and so yeah, and then we go from that. So I mean, look at both of our congressmen here right now in the upstate, yeah, third and fourth district. Yeah. Um, and now Nikki Haley. So I mean, and I don't know what's up with Republican women lately. On top of it all, I mean, you you look at what I mean, what's come out about. I mean, it's just they're all cheating on their husbands or appear to be everyone from Lauren Boebert to Marjorie Taylor Greene, um, Christy Nome. I, I, I mean, they all have this this resume. It's just it's incredible. But on the upside, Tim Scott is engaged now. Yeah, I was getting to that. But <laughs> okay. I saw that and I immediately tweeted, yep, he's in the running for vice president. Yeah, yeah that's the only reason he'd get engaged at this point. I'm just. I don't know, had a very fake feel to me, but whatever, happy for him if it's real. Um, but, uh, but, but yeah, so, I mean, he's definitely, you can tell he's one of the top three yeah. for Trump right yeah. now because, you know, I, I monitor his, his Twitter feed, especially when he should be think, speaking out about things, but leaves us high and dry as he always does. Uh, and I was wa- waiting for him to, to say anything at all about the Biden administration going after Christians who buy Christian texts or Bibles and, you know, basically having your bank turn you into the government for buying a, a religious text. You know, could we get he's always been really bad for censorship. He doesn't care if we're censored. He never says anything ever. He did one time about diamond and silk. Uh, and I thought, most well, surely with the Christian angle here, he says he's a Christian. He'll stick up for us. Nope. No, no such luck. We're AWOL with Tim Scott's whatever. But uh, and, and he's always gone. He's he's never reliable, a, a reliable you know, defender of of really anything he talks about. I don't like Tim Scott that much. I like him personally, but as a he's just so incredibly weak. Um, but uh, I started noticing something because I I've, I monitor that Twitter feed. He was doing something he almost never does, and it hit me real weird for five minutes till I figured out what was up. He was actually tweeting about the border and how the number of people coming over it was a bad thing. I was like, he feeling okay because he's been a wall on that for a very long time. Uh, almost never says anything about the border. And you you wouldn't because he comes out of that Bush cabal. That's where his funding comes from. He's Jeb Bush, too, just like Nikki Haley, different flavor. And so they they are open border zealots. That's where their fundraising base is. You, you can't you just don't talk about the border if you're Tim Scott or Nikki Haley. You try to avoid it unless dragged into it or you have to do it. 
And all of a sudden, every day he's hammering the border as if he cares about it. What's what? Oh, yeah, he must be in the running for VP. Now, that'd be the only reason that he would be talking about the border because he just doesn't do that. Uh, he has in the past occasionally, but almost never. He has to be dragged into it. So I went, he must be in the running for vice president. And then he gets engaged. I'm like, yeah, really in the running for vice president. So that tells me he's on the short list uh, with Trump. I so. just I, I think it's interesting, too, that pretty much everybody that's getting out of the race is endorsing Trump other than Chris Christie. And there must be some really good polling showing Trump doing very well in November and possibly winning. Otherwise, I would think that from a strategic standpoint, folks would disassociate themselves with Trump because they don't want to be associated with the losing faction of the party and, you know, cuddle up with the donor wing of the party, if you get my drift. Yeah, I, I I don't I look at it a different way. I mean, I think they, they all want to get in on the Trump endorsement um, to because you've got 60 percent of the party supporting him. You don't yeah. want to be at odds with 60 percent of the party. I think it's well, no more than that. I don't. His, here's his problem. I mean, the real race is the calendar. It's the court calendar. How if, often has how often has Lindsey Graham been with the the party? Well, he's always been with Trump, though. I mean, yeah, always. Yeah. I mean, that's the weirdest Other part. Than when he him was and Trump are him, tied yeah. at the hip. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not unusual for him. I mean, he's always been with Trump. Um, weirdly, uh, he gets booed at Trump's rallies here in South Carolina. Yeah, that's and, my point. I mean, the party is not for Lindsey unless, well, it's, it's the general electorate that is with Lindsey. It is not necessarily the party, the party faithful. Yeah, I think for now, Trump's the thing. Um it's going to be re- really interesting to see what happens with the court cases. And oh, yeah. the, the problem is the internals of all these polls that show Trump beating Biden, he gets convicted by a jury and he loses between 40 and 80 percent of the vote. Bam. I mean, we just had another devastating poll. 20 only 20 percent of the electorate would vote for Trump if he was convicted. The highest that's gone in the cross tabs was 60, 60 percent of uh, the electorate would be opening to open to vote for Trump. Florida comes right off the top. You're thinking 60 wins. No, that's of our side. That's us. That's Republicans. He loses 40 percent of Republicans off the top. I still have. So this vi- I, he's got to beat these court cases. Yeah, I, I still have this vision, though, of what this is going to look like. The optics of the ruling party convicting and imprisoning the opposition party. This well, is something that this country used to look at as something that happened in third world dictatorships. Polls are telling us, though, the way they're looking at it yeah. is if he gets convicted by a jury. Yeah. And that is the way they're asking the question. And I think there's a lot. If you're a talk radio listener, you know this is a banana republic. You know yeah. blue state. You it's know what I mean? You do. You know blue time. state court systems are they're, they're fake. They're USSR, uh, East Germany crazy stuff right but if you're if you're not a talk radio listener and you're not that educated i think the media is going to be able to say in the crosstab show it if he gets convicted uh by a jury of his peers i think the public including 40 percent of republicans are going to have a big problem with that and we'll see so i mean i think a lot of these people getting in their endorsement and now they're going to backtrack if that happens will it happen i've got a bunch on that too also want to correct something from um, Monday, and I want to do it in every segment. I transposed uh, Representative Bill Chumley's name as one of those who voted to protect doctors who um, sterilize children. Uh, he voted the correct way. We want to thank him for that. I'm going to correct that in every uh, segment I have, Lee. I transposed his name onto the wrong list. 
screwed up when we're wrong we admit we're yeah, wrong absolutely. yeah so i want to thank bill chumley for his boat he did a fantastic job uh standing up with the freedom caucus um you know two doctors who would mutilate children who are underage and who cannot make that decision they are not old enough to consent for that uh, again we don't care what you do when you turn 18 go do whatever you want in america uh, but not children and that should be a felony and he voted the correct way so i wanted to correct the record on that and you can the email him call him thank him uh, for his vote. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. So I'd love to know what you guys think. Where are we going now? Looks like it's Trump for now. Unless the Democrats can put him in prison. There's a great website that has Trump's trial schedule. And really starting in March, it's uh, it's almost every day he's not going to be on the campaign trial. We've never seen a race like this before. We never have. Um, And... Uh, when you know when you have a third of Republican primary voters in Iowa in the exit polling saying, "Hey, we're not supporting Trump if he gets convicted," and those are Republicans, and it's thirty-one percent, um, we still have a lot. He still has a lot ahead of him. He's got to beat these cases, but he's had a couple of lucky breaks, really lucky breaks. He's got four cases that he's got to beat. Three of those will be in will be deep blue jury pools, deep blue areas uh, where constitutional and legal and really American justice system norms are gone. They're kangaroo courts, basically. So he's got to beat all four. The good news is he's had some lucky breaks in the last week. The first one came in a Florida trial. That is the only judge that he appointed. It looked like she was going to let that trial start in May, uh, but then she suddenly reversed course starting about six weeks ago, uh, and instead of letting Jack Smith start persecuting Trump before the jury 
in March, she said, now, nah, you know what? Why don't you come back in March and we'll talk to, talk about the trial schedule. So that's a big question mark right there. What is she going to do? She could let him stay on track for May, which is what they were originally talking about starting that trial then. Uh, or she could put it off till after the election. So we'll see what she does. That's the best news so far because that is, I think, the riskiest case for Trump in terms of just the fallout from it. There's three more. There's the Alvin Bragg case. That one is still on the schedule. And there's the D.C. case. That one uh, has been temporarily postponed in terms of the judges said, hey, no more filings till we get an immunity ruling. That's kind of surprising for Tanya Chuckin. She's an Obama appointee who absolutely wants to nail Trump. I mean, don't doubt that. But even she's saying to Jack Smith, hey, whoa, let's get that ruling on whether immunity applies to Trump. I'd be shocked if the Supreme Court rules in Trump's favor on that um, because you're just looking at that and going, wow, do you want to give every American president after this immunity for whatever he does? I mean, because... Wow. I mean, if the Democrats win in the fall, they they will well be rounding us up and putting us in camps. I mean, killing us. I mean, you do anything. If you have presidential immunity, or what you do as president, I mean, you literally become a dictator at that point. You you got, you know, four-year limit, but you're, you're a dictator. I mean, I just don't see the Supreme Court doing that. So she's saying, hey, we need a ruling uh, and you can't schedule anything else. You just like stop the filings until that. So Chuck can did that. That's a good break for Trump. Um, and again, I, I'd be shocked if the Supreme Court gives presidents immunity. I just, I just don't see it happening. But you never know. He could get lucky in that case. So the Alvin Bragg case is still on. Then he's got this situation with Fanny uh, down in Georgia. She ain't that bright. She was thinking, hey, I live in a, in a lawless blue county. I could do whatever I want. Well, yeah, honey, but it's in a red state. And as much as Governor Brian Kemp hates Trump, and wants to see him go down in flames because he does. Kemp's not a good guy, and he will do anything he can to undermine Trump in Georgia. There's bad blood between them ever since Kemp tried to reopen the state and Trump wailed on him, wanted his economy shut down because he was still very pro-Fauci then. Um, Kemp has never forgiven him for that, and Kemp has done everything he can to help take down Trump. But the problem with Kemp is he wants to run for the Senate. And he can't let Fannie Willis run around lawlessly in a state endlessly. He's going to have to take some action at some point. And Fannie Willis got another problem, too, and it's a big problem. She's now got the county commission of her county saying, whoa, 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 whoa. That was our $600,000. You and your lover defrauded, looks like, the county. I mean, you paid it to him. He He wasn't qualified to prosecute Trump. And then the two of you took vacations using the money. It's a money laundering scheme. Hey, I'll hire my lover. I'll pay him $600,000. And then the two of us uh, will take the money out of the bank account. And it looks like she she did. I mean, you look at where they went. Unbelievable. Trips to San Francisco, Napa Valley, Florida. Caribbean cruises, plural. Trip to Belize. Another to the country of Panama. Uh, and even just last month took a trip. I don't know how she has time to persecute Trump and Trump and do this. Another uh, just last month took a trip to Australia. So that's the county money. And what the Trump folks are arguing is that, hey, she's this is a legit illegitimate case. She only filed it to get this money so her and her lover could defraud the county and they can, you know, take the money, keep it, fly all over the world. She's in so she's in trouble. She's in big trouble. 
that so that's a lucky break for Trump too because that is the trial he is scheduled at this time he would likely be in court on election day which is devastating if not convicted uh, and again that's going to be another blue jury so she's in a lot of trouble and i the democrats behind the scenes are freaking out about this just doing something this stupid thinking you know, hey, honey, you look, you could break the law all you want, defraud the county, defraud the government, defraud the taxpayers, run around with your lover on the county dime. You do that in a blue state to let you. They're lawless. Honey, you're in a you're in a red state. That's not a work for you. And I know she was counting on Kemp to protect her, but there's only so long he can do it without getting mud on his face. So he is trying to buy her time. He's frittering away time. But I mean, too many people start to ask questions. County commissioner. Uh, the attorney general of that state is going to get dragged into this if he wants re-election. I mean, people aren't going to let this go on in Georgia forever. It's too. It's just, it's still a red state. So Trump's got some things going his way. He's got to beat four of these cases. Everything has to go his way in four of these cases. We got to get to August without Biden being replaced by the Democrat Party. And again, I'm going to be an absolute shock if he's not. Because uh, you just you just don't let a candidate that week stay on the, the ballot. And look, they control him completely. They have all the compromise on him. They have everything the Chinese have. They have everything the Russians have. And you know what else they got? Slew of charges against Hunter. They could put Hunter in prison for the rest of his life and take down all the associates around Hunter, potentially even Joe. They're going to do, Joe's going to do whatever the Democrat Party tells him to do. He has no choice. They control him completely. So does the FBI, by the way. So um, it's going to be a really wild ride this year. But if Trump can escape without that conviction by a jury, and this has got got to be a conviction by, this has got to be a clear jury guilty vote on the 91 felonies, then it's on. So uh, this is going to be a nail biter. And honestly, judges are going to have more of a say about how Trump does in this election particularly Democrat judges and Democrat juries than anything else going on. So what's going to make it so nuts? Um, but it's going to be election unlike any we've ever seen. Texture writes, not a lucky break. It's the grace of God. He's going to need a lot more grace because he's still got two of these trials um, going full steam ahead. He needs to beat all four. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see. But he has gotten some lucky breaks in the last couple of weeks. Those could turn again. As Greg Jarrett on Fox News explained, look, Fanny Willis has already gotten convictions. She's already gotten people pleading guilty. They've already agreed to turn on Trump and testify against him. They are from his inner circle. And so this case is very well established. It's not going anywhere yet. But if the heat gets turned up, you know, to a high enough degree, it's it's possible. But he's going to need a lot more luck. So all this is going on headline. While all this is going on headline, UK Daily Mail. This is not a kid-friendly morning this morning on the show. I usually try to keep the kids stuff till after eight, but the the news is too big and it's presidential campaign. So don't blame me. Blame Nikki Haley. Headline, Nikki Haley did cheat on her husband, Michael. Had affairs with her comms consultant and a married South Carolina lobbyist, UK Daily Mail. 
uh, reported over the weekend in an exclusive before she became governor, sworn affidavits and new witnesses claim. Okay, so here's the deal. If you haven't been following her for a long time, she ran, she ran for governor and uh, several guys came out of the woodwork, said they'd had affairs with her. So that's that's kind of old. Two of them filled out affidavits, sworn statements saying, yes, right, I had an affair. One of them was her communications director uh, and the other one was lobbyist Larry Marchant. They both signed affidavits in 2010. She got elected anyway, swore she would never cheated on her husband. So what is new here is that this is the first time that that's being reported internationally. But the other thing that's new is that more witnesses have come forward to say, yep, everybody knew in political circles she did this. She didn't hide it. She was regularly seen when married to while married to her husband, sitting on men's laps in public, you know, uh, cruising around with them. Very clearly, they're spending the night. Um, they're parked outside or she's parked outside their places. What's new is that there's new witnesses that have come forward. They're not named. And I'm always very skeptical when you don't use your name. I don't like that. They're not named, but they are former campaign staff saying, yes, everybody knows in South Carolina she was not faithful to her husband. And, you know, it wasn't one time. It was a bunch of people, a bunch of times. And that's that's kind of where we are. UK Daily Mail writes Healy was not secretive about her romancing. Marchant, the lobbyist who was married at the time, divorced in 2013 with his wife citing alleged the alleged Healy affair in court paper. So that's she's saying she broke up my marriage. One South Carolina GOP insider told DailyMail.com they knew about Haley's alleged affair with Marchant at the time. She was in Marchant's office all the time. She'd be there at 11 or midnight. Two of them would be drinking. Uh, the GOP insider said he'd also seen Haley get into the back of her off-white Cadillac SUV with her other alleged beau, Will Folks. I saw them sitting in it a few times with the windows steamed up, he said. The second prominent South Carolina Republican said he regularly saw the distinctive Cadillac outside Folks duplex in Columbia. So um, I don't know what this means for her. I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on her to drop out now that DeSantis has done it. Uh, a third witness, according to the UK Daily Mail, one of Haley's former campaign staffers told DailyMail.com he had no doubt about the nature of her relationships with folks. And Marchin, a lot of people saw her sitting on laps, wrapped arm in arm. I saw her myself when she was sitting on Larry's lap. Um, yeah, and Will, folks, he's... he's written a lot about and in very crude and detailed ways about the affair. But again, she did survive it in 2010. So basically what makes this new is there's new witnesses, but they're not named. But they are people who were around her at the time. They're campaign staff, they're GOP insiders. So she says she's been 100% faithful to her husband throughout the 13 years of marriage. Claim against me is categorically and totally False, she said at South Carolina Politics. At its worst. So, uh, there you go. Do with that uh, what you will. We'll see uh, what that means. My big worry this whole time, and folks who listen to my podcast, Battleground America, know this, has been that Trump ends up in a situation where Nikki Haley or Tim Scott, they are essentially the same person. They're just duplicates of Jeb Bush. Nikki Haley or Tim Scott, those are the Trojan horse candidates for the Bush cabal to come in and take the party again. 
Um, and I'm kind of watching Tim Scott. You could tell he's on the short list for VP. I mean, he's actually tweeting things like we should secure our border. Again, that's he's, he comes from the open borders party, part of the you know, wing of the party, uh, very much part of that Bush cabal, as are most of these South Carolina politicians from Lindsey Graham to Nikki Haley. Uh, to Trey Gowdy, to Tim Scott. That's where their money comes from. That's where their loyalty lies. That's their political base. So to watch Tim Scott suddenly about, I don't know, it's like six, seven days ago now start wailing about the border. I'm like, uh, all over Twitter, I'm like, what's going on? Oh, he must be, Trump must have talked to, to him potentially about vice president. And then he gets engaged over the, um, you know, we find out he got engaged over the weekend. All of a sudden, been a bachelor his whole life and he's engaged. I'll tell you what it looks like. Come on, you know what it looks like. It's going to be interesting. Let me tell you why it's interesting. Trump's got some really tough choices here, okay? Because, look, the Uniparty, i.e. the Bush cabal, who are really Democrats, they know that they cannot take back this party. They are absolutely toxic. Nobody trusts them, and for good reason. They're not good people. So they got to find a way to slide their Trojan horses in, a way for them to win without actually winning at the ballot box in a straight-up primary. And normally that would be impossible, but because Trump is facing 91 felonies, they're trying to figure out how to do this, right? So if Trump picks Tim Scott, there's some upside for Trump to that. I mean, one of the ways the Democrats attack us in election years is with fake racial rhetoric, fake police shootings that we don't get the details of two years later and find out, oh, it was justified, I mean, stuff like that. So you, you know, you, you, that is protection for you to have a guy who, quite frankly, is black on the ticket with you. He can handle this stuff. It, it would help. The problem Trump has is if he picks Tim Scott, uh, the Uniparty Bush cabal is going to double down with the Democrats on indicting him and putting him in prison because they know they can slide their tro- Trojan horse in. So it's a double-edged sword. If he were to pick a DeSantis or somebody like that, the left would be, I think, less likely to convict Trump because DeSantis has absolutely brutalized them in Florida. I'm um, to the point where we've literally seen population shift to Florida in the country that we've never seen since the founding. And we've also seen the shift of businesses moving away. They're afraid DeSantis will do that to the nation. So they don't want to do all the work of taking Trump out only to have DeSantis slide in there. That's a problem. But if Trump picks DeSantis, that's a good block against them. Wow. Okay. You put me in prison. You're getting this guy. And he brutalized you in Florida. He fought, he has, you know, a much longer list of accomplishments than Trump does in terms of defeating the Democrats. They don't like that. So he's really got uh, some tough decisions to make here. But Tim Scott is obviously on the short list with the getting engaged and suddenly caring about the border um, for the first time in a really long time. So going to be interesting. Text writes, Terry, he needs Ben Carson. Look, if I was going to pick um, a minority to run with, a person of color, uh, I'd go Byron Daniels. I, I would not touch Tim Scott because you let those Bush people know that if they can take you out, they retake the party. The guy behind you is one of them. They're going to double down with the Democrats to take you out. They will. Um, and so you can see exactly what I told you would happen this year. It's already happening is this constant shoving forward of the new, you know, Jeb Bush clones, um, of Jeb Bush 2.0, which is Nikki Haley and Tim Scott. I told you that would happen. They will do anything to get their Trojan horse back in there. 
So Texter writes, Tira, Tim Scott did nothing as a center. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. That would be a good hit pick. I like her a lot. Uh, another Texter writes, uh, if Trump picks Haley, everyone will know the fix is in. I don't think Trump can f- pick Haley at this point. I think he was toying with it. But she has made such a disaster of her campaign lying on the campaign trail in Iowa again and again and again. I mean, she is cold busted in those states. I don't think he can pick her now. She made such a mess. Just running her mouth uh, and lying the way that she does. I I think she took herself out. You know what's weird? The polls tell us Trump's romping Biden. But the Democrats just don't act like they're worried. In fact, they continue to flaunt things in Americans' faces that they know Americans don't like. Number one and number two things, the economy and the border troubling Americans. So what do Democrats do? They don't, they don't care. Headline, U.S. Travelers outraged by airport signs appearing to allow migrants, let me translate, illegal immigrants, onto flights without ID. I'm quite offended. This is the New York Post. And these are starting to show up at airports. You have to go get in the line where you better have all your IDs. And we don't care if it's your mama's funeral you're going to miss. If you're an American, you better damn well have everything needed. If you're an illegal, oh, that's different. No, you don't. You don't need any ID. You're fine. Uh, we'd like to take your picture. Though. Oh, you don't want your picture taken? Okay, well, you're not an American. Just, just get on a plane where we literally don't know who they are. American travelers, New York Post writes, are outraged by signs appearing at U.S. airports, um, appearing to allow illegal immigrants onto flights without showing proper identification. So they're not hiding it. They're putting up the signs. They're mocking us with it. And they have their own separate illegal immigrant lines where the norms and the, the airline safety that applies to us don't apply to them. U.S. citizens traveling domestically have to show a valid identification card or passport to board a plane, but signs at certain airports say there are different rules for some newly arrived migrants, in other words, illegal immigrants. Uh, and so it's just amazing. You commit the right crime of breaking our laws, and now the norms and the rules don't apply to you. The signs claim the Transportation Security Administration, TSA, is working with Customs and Border Protection to validate adult uh, non-U.S. citizen travel documentation when the traveler does not otherwise have an acceptable form of identification. In practice, that means illegals who've entered the country using the CPB1 app can use it as their travel document and even choose whether to allow officers to take their picture. A uh, former Border Patrol agent said, I'm an American citizen. I'm quite offended that these migrants that have come in here are getting preferential treatment being prioritized in so many ways. He said, the rest of us are paying the price of the gas pump in the grocery stores. Taxes are going up, yet the U.S. is continuing uh, to bring masses of people in. As we've explained before, and as Senator Ted Cruz explained in his letter to Customs and Border Patrol, that CPB1 app, that sounds nice and official, like, okay, but we verified who that, no. No, the CPB1 app does not verify you. It takes your word for it. Whoever you say you are, that's who you are. And then you get on the plane. Wouldn't that be nice? Those who enter the country via the CPB1 app, um, they're saying uh, has only still has only basic information about individuals and asks 
uh, Clem, the Border Patrol agent, how authorities can be sure people are who they claim to be if they arrived at the border with no passport. We're basing it all off what this person is telling us uh, and a minimum system of information. Do we really know who they are? Did they use the app or did a smuggler do it all for them? So this is the New York Post. We don't know. We don't care. Terrorist wants to get on a plane with you. Oh, well. And they're not even hiding it. That's what's so amazing. It's like they don't care what voters think. Why is that? Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.